right, we are back with another episode of Baldy and the Beard. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing good, man. Sweating a little bit. That summer heat's kicking in, but I'm sitting here with my boy about to talk some sports, so I'm doing uh, good, man. Yeah, man, I'm doing so good. It's so good to be back. Um, we're going to dive into NBA free agency, but we first had a shout-out. Baldy, I mean, Beard, take it away. You're Baldy, bud. Yep, that's uh, what we got. Uh, so we're, we're going to give a shout out to Rove today. We're not doing any dabs or anything. We're just going to be smoking on this, uh, featured farms, mountain goo cartridge, nice and smooth. We'll take the edge off while we talk about the NBA draft and NBA free agency, which has officially kicked off about 19 minutes ago. Yeah. Thank you for them for, uh, you know, keeping us mellow throughout this. It's really nice guys. So, uh, enjoy responsibly and we'll. Get after it. So NBA draft has, a, I mean, NBA free agency has officially begun. How do you feel? Uh, I mean, a lot is uh, ex- to be expected, but there's a lot that is kind it's of It's insane, crazy man. Right now. All the rumors right beforehand was wild. It's officially begun. It's 319 Pacific time. We've got a few things here. Minor ones. We got J.J. Redick to the Pelicans. We got D. Rose for... Two so I thought years. that was a great, great That's pickup. Good. It's good for them. They need shooters, like you were. You know, yeah. we talked before. Yeah, off air, I talked about that. They just have to get shooters around Zion. <laughs> With if yeah, they, I mean, other than Josh Hart in that trade, nobody was a shooter no. really. Ingram Soso and Ball's garbage, like you said before. He can't shoot to he save. Just him. can't shoot. He can pass, but I mean, it's like he's a really good passer. Yeah, and he yeah, hustles. He's really, yeah, he's a decent defender too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it really depends. I think uh, I really think they need to figure out how to re-sign Julius Randle. Agreed, agreed, man. Um, but they got a young, strong core, man. God, how much they picked up from the Lakers? Jesus <laughs> right. I mean, and then you get Zion in the draft. You get Jackson Hayes in the draft. Yeah, which was such which, a good Which play. we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, kind of just wanted to touch on a couple of the big, you know, Woj bombs and shit. Um, looking like... The Nets are going to sign Kyrie, KD, and probably DeAndre Jordan. That's the biggest one I'm seeing too, man. Wow. So that's wow. The, that's the Woj bomb so far. Holy shit, um, dude. The East is so wide open now. The other more than likely uh, to happen, we got a sign-in trade from Boston, Terry Rozier to the Bobcat, or oh, sorry, Hornets. Formerly known as the Bobcats. Yep. And we got Kimba Walker coming to the Celtics. Uh, they're trying said, to yeah. facilitate another sign and trade along with that, which would involve the Nets and Kyrie uh, on a sign and trade so they can give them some picks as well, free up a mid level mid level exception mm, and yeah. try to bring Mr. Horford back. Uh, it's looking like it's kinda possible. So I'm not I'm not putting the uh you know, Horford out of the Celtics. Like that's that's not it's not set in stone yet. They yeah, could, which would be so good for you guys. If they could make that somehow happen, that would be really, really solid. I haven't seen any movement on Marcus Smart. What do you think about that? Marcus Smart already signed last year. He's not a free agent. Oh, he's not a free agent. No, nice. Morris is okay. a free Morris, agent. Morris, that's, and he's, that's what I was he's, saying. Yeah, yeah. He's more than likely going to be gone. More than likely gone? Just because they have to free up. They had to free up some money to sign Kemba, and he's kind of part of that. Yeah, Rozier and that. him were a big part of that. Mm. Nothing's set on that, but uh, I mean, it's by the time we finish this episode, it could be completely different, man. Yeah, I keep seeing notifications pop up. Um, nothing, nothing new yet. So just nothing that. New, uh, yeah, why don't we go ahead it. and dive into the draft? We'll do a draft recap. Ooh, I love it. And we'll just kind of touch on you know news as it pops up. 
yeah, we'll keep you guys all updated as it goes on. I'm not seeing anything about Leonard yet. I'm not seeing anything about any other big names as of right now. But the honestly, the JJ Reddick pickup is my favorite right now. And then for you guys, if you can finalize that pickup that, for Kemba, would be huge. They're, that's pretty much a done deal. They're getting Kemba. Um, but as far as like trying to make the signing trades work to possibly get Horford back, we'll have to wait and see. How do you like that nucleus with um, Hayward shooting on the outside, Kimba, Al if he comes back? Uh, I man, I don't really know because so you got Marcus Smart probably shooting guard. Yep. And then Hayward and Tatum at power forward, uh, mm. and then Hor- so I don't know, dude. I mean, so that would mean Jalen Brown coming off the bench again. I don't know how he's gonna feel about that, but I guess yeah, he's gonna have real. to suck it up. And just be part of that young nucle- nucleus with the uh, the draft picks they got. Totally. But he could win six man. I mean, if he can accept that role and actually come off the bench, really facilitate that second unit. I mean, that could be huge for you guys. I think it really depends on how Hayward's playing. If Hayward's not mm, worth yeah, a starting huge. spot and then he's getting bumped down, you know, Brown's getting bumped to the bench so Hayward can be a starter when he's not worthy of being a starter. That's just going to create problems again like it did last year. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see on what's going on with that. Yeah, and I the think problem, Hayward, I know he's getting paid a fuck ton of money. That's what I was just about to say. But he needs to be coming off the bench until he's worthy of that starting spot. Yeah, they, I if, mean, he's just getting paid starting Brad, money. Yeah, Brad, Steve, but, I don't, but fuck it, dude. Like, that, yeah. you know, it's like I get that, but, like, what's best for the team right now, you know? Be best overall, I would agree. But if Brad Stevens just starts feeding him the ball again, force feeding him the ball again, it's just going to create problems. Anyway, let's just let's get back into the Yeah, totally. I, 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 talk. I don't know what's going to happen with that team, but I am happy with Kimball Walker. You guys have I, so I, much more drama than my boys. I mean, it'd either be, you know, it'd either be us having Terry Rozier starting or Kimball Walker. Yeah. Sorry, Terry. I'll take Kimball Walker. Totally. I don't think anybody in their right NBA mind would take Rozier over Walker at this point. If if the Celtics had possibility of signing other players, other notable free agents and yeah. stuff like that, then yes, Terry Rozier would make complete sense being your starting point guard. But especially if they don't bring back Horford, they don't have any superstars minus Tatum, but he has to play like... Yeah, totally, which he just disappeared last he, year on, he down the really stretch. Didn't. He really didn't. You know, like he did not play like an all star last year. No, not at all. I guess we should just yeah, just dive into the draft. There's there's a couple like Terrence Ross is uh, gonna sign with Orlando. Middleton's mm. re-signing with Milwaukee. It looks like Brooke Lopez is gonna re-sign with Milwaukee. That's what I just saw too. Yeah. So that's that's about it for right now. Oh, Trevor Ariza just agreed to a two year deal with the Sacramento Kings. Oh. So that's another thing. Okay. Vlade is slowly building up a good squad up there. So that's always nice to Shaq, see. Sacramento. For real. He was kind of like backwards with the big men he was getting back in the day, but it's actually turning out to work out for him. You know, Shaq's part owner of that team. Is he really? I oh. believe I believe so. Wow. I Shaq's know it's owned owner. by that Indian businessman guy, too. He's like the main owner. I mean, the Kings have a pretty good fan base. It's a garbage city. Yeah. I, There's I nothing else going that. on there, but, you know, they have a, they have a pretty good fan base. Yeah. Uh, Al Farouk Amino is going to go to the Magic. Mm, see that, too. Um, nothing else major. Just Terry Rozier going to the Hornets, which we all know. Yeah, we all kind of 
saw him leaving. Or at knew, least I did. I knew he was leaving. Uh, we, you know, we probably saw that coming, and I mentioned on episode three that I saw him going to the Hornets. And yeah, you did. You were definitely called that one. Here we go. Did not predict that involving uh, Kemba coming to the yeah, Celtics. for real. <laughs> fuck yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, for real, man. So, All right. So let's move on to the draft. So we basically know how the first, second, and third pick shook out. Those are pretty obvious. I mean, you know, Zion, John Morant, R.J. Yep. Barrett. And the three or four times we touched on it, you know, before now, we kind of knew that that was going to be the top three. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we both said that if the Knicks, as we know how dysfunctional the Knicks are already, if they didn't take R.J. Barrett, they were insane. I mean, it was best available at that point. It's got to suck to be a Knicks fan right oh, now. Missing out, Especially with the missing Knicks. Missing out on KD. Yeah, missing out on Kyrie. You're not going to, you're going to lose DeAndre Jordan. Yep. And they're probably not going to sign Kawhi. No. I seriously doubt that they even have a chance of signing Kawhi now. Not at all. I mean, you're literally going to be the in the basement again with nothing to show for your terrible effort last year. And now tanking won't get you the number one pick. So oh, I don't know. It's, it's going to yeah. be a rough. It's going to be a rough rebuild. So then the fourth pick uh, was the Lakers, which was traded to the Pelicans in an Anthony Davis trade, and then the Pelicans traded that pick to the Hawks. Mm -hmm. So the Hawks drafted DeAndre Hunter. So I thought was a great pickup for them. Really good pick. Um, And then, you know, he's still wearing the Lakers hat, and it still says Lakers on his NBA profile. But once that Davis trade is finalized and all that shit, then, then he'll be a Hawks. So but he was so good at Virginia with a 6-7 frame. Yeah, national champs. Yeah, and he was, yeah, deserved, well-deserved for that that fourth pick I, I right think that's there. A, gr- a great pick for them. The, the Hawks had a hell of a draft. Yeah, they really did. Um, so they, you know, they traded their, their 8th, 15th, and 35th or something like that, 8th, 17th. Yeah, eighth, seventeenth, and thirty-fifth to the to the uh, Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick five, Cavaliers went with Darius Garland. And honestly, dude, the more I've watched Darius Garland, no, he's a stud. He's so good. He yeah, might be just as good as him to Damian Lillard and all that. You know, he's it's just, so good. He's really good. I think uh, the Cavaliers needed a real point guard, and they just waved. Um, just looks like he has such a good basketball mind out there. Just passing the ball yeah. around at Vandy, he was great. Yeah, um, Suns drafted Jarrett Culver. Traded. They traded that pick to the to Wolves. The Wolves. So the Wolves got Jarrett Culver? Yeah, it looks like. Damn. Wow. Yeah, man, that that's a great pick for the T-Wolves. I mean, they need that next push. That's a really good pick. You know, 6'5 out of Texas Tech. He's a shooting guard? or Small forward, yeah, okay. small forward. Okay. Um, Bulls got Kobe White. I yep. kind of we kind of predicted that that they well we we knew they needed a point guard because Levine yeah, was 100%. running the point. He's not a real point guard, so that was a really good pick for them. I know Dante, our boy Dante, was stoked on that pick because they did really need a point guard very bad. Yeah, and, and I Kobe think he's White could be the second best point guard in the draft. I, you know, depends on how Ja and, and Darius shake out. Yep. Um, but totally he's agree. he's the third. He's in the top three for sure. I think. He's just going to get better. He played under Roy Williams at fucking North Carolina. I mean, like, he's going to be good. He's going to yeah. be a really good point guard. And the Bulls could not get any worse. They really couldn't, especially it'd, in their backcourt. It'd, it'd be hard for them to get worse than they are right Especially now. in their backcourt. Um, Hawks traded I, to the Pelicans at eight. Yeah, and so Jackson Hayes, that's a great pick for the Pelicans. Yeah, 6'10 center. If he could play small ball. 
one and done are out of Texas. He's pretty good. I didn't watch a lot of him play to be real. So I mean, you could have him. You could have him start at center and put Zion at the point uh, uh, power forward. Yeah, and uh, Hayes really, really works in this NBA because he's a center that can spread the floor. I mean, he's not one of those big men. He's not a seven footer, but he can actually, you know, penetrate well and facilitate and shoot the three, especially that corner three. The Wizards got uh, Rui. Yeah. Hachimura. Don't know much about that dude um, at all. I know he's out of Gonzaga. 6'8", power forward, 236 pounds. He played well. I don't know a whole lot about him either. He's an yeah. athletic. You know, he's long. He's He's got a uh, nice reach. He's, um, yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about him either, to be honest yeah. with you, brother. I did not watch very many Gonzaga games this year, to be real. And he has a good size for a modern forward. You know, he's listed at 6'8". Yeah. So he's not, you know... He's not super tall, but he's got length and, and he's athletic. So, yeah, I mean, it's, his it's numbers no, don't really jump off the page for me as a no. sophomore, eleven and four. But I mean, this is the Wizards we're talking about. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they you know they probably, in my opinion, should have went like Cam Reddish, or maybe even went Tyler Hero. So they have because yeah. because Wall's probably going to be hurt a big part of this next season. So. Oh, most definitely. I, they don't so, predict him to be back till after the All Star break. Yes, yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's going on with that team. They they're they're extending Beal. It looks like. Yeah, I saw that too, which I just really don't understand. If you're going to rebuild and plug, yeah, we, we talked about that. They needed to trade either both or at least one of those guys. One hundred percent. Because they gave Wall the supermax back in 2017, and that was a terrible fucking terrible. decision. Terrible, and he's been hurt. Almost two seasons of the That's, three now. Out of all the Supermax deals, that one worked out the worst. Yeah, I would. I would. Maybe, or maybe I mean, Russ, Westbrook. Other than that, yeah. The only other Supermax is Harden and Curry, and now Lillard. Yeah, I mean. That's it. There's no, that's the only five, bro. But that's all gonna change, man. The cap space just went up. All that oh, shit. Oh yeah, and then the new TV deal. I'm looking at that there's, right now for you know, 2020. And, so there's all kinds of crazy shit going on there. So the Hawks ended up getting Cam Reddish at 10, which I think the Wizards should have probably snagged, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's another great pick for the Hawks. And you got DeAndre Hunter, you got Cam Reddish. Um, with, which I think Cam Reddish could be a sleeper. I mean, I know he disappeared with Duke because you had R.J. Barrett and Zion on the court. You could basically disappear with those two, but I really think he could be good, man. His ceiling's young, pretty high. With that young core that they're building with the Hawks, with, you know, young... And um, fucking Huter, you know that kid, the redhead. Yeah, Huter. Oh yeah. Uh, they, no, they're good, dude. Like they, I'm just saying the Hawks, their young core, yeah, they're, yeah. what they're building around Trey Young and Huter and Cam Reddish and. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, they cleaned up in this draft for sure. You know, this so. draft was amazing for the Hawks. I mean, building by trading down with that number eight pick is amazing. Because then you cleaned up with Cam, you cleaned up with uh, Hunter, and then you have, you know, available picks later on. It was great. It was perfect. I, I really don't think that was a great trade for the Pelicans. Oh, what they got agreed. in return out of that. Um, I mean, number eight pick is great, but I feel like they probably could have gotten the number eight and the number 10. If they Ooh, like did interesting. that and then trade it, you know, and then sent them somebody in return or something, you know, instead they got the eight, the 17 and the 35th, which I don't really yeah. think is going to shake out too well for them. So there's almost like the 17 and 35th picks are kind of irrelevant. 
Yeah, for sure. That Alexander kid that they got at 17, though. He's okay. He's okay the, out of Virginia Alexander Tech. Alexander Walker, yeah. You know, um, we're not quite there yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keith, let's jump back. So, talking about another trade, uh, so the Suns got Cameron Johnson mm, yeah. with that Timberwolves trade. And Man, the Suns have got to get better. They, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if that it's trade such... was was great for them. No, I don't think so either. I, Good for the Wolves. I think the Suns just seriously do not have a rut. Like, they just do not have a plan, it feels like. They're just getting these young players, but they all just don't fit. It's so strange. There was talks there for a little bit that they were going to try to go after D'Lo, but, you know. Yeah, that's why I heard he doesn't want to. Russell doesn't want to go there. Well, it looks like uh, D'Lo is probably going to end up either with the Wolves or with the Lakers. Man, if he goes to the Wolves, the Wolves will be super strong. Yeah. I, I, I think they might have impressed him because he had a meeting with them the other day or mm, yesterday. Shit, man. T-Wolves are close, dude. They're so, definitely close. The West is going to be interesting, man. Oh, it's um, so interesting. We'll just have to I'm, see how the rest of this free agency. Yeah. So, number 12, Hornets draft PJ Washington. Don't know much about PJ. Don't know, don't know much about that guy either. Uh, Kentucky boy, though. Sophomore. Yeah, I mean, if you're under... Um, oh, Calipari. Calipari, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Calamari. Um, yeah, I mean... Getting if you, better, my brain's getting back there. You know, thank you, because I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> One of the top coaches in history. Yeah, I can't even for think real. of his fucking name. But yeah, Calipari, like, if you're playing under him and learning under him, like, yeah, you're basically... I mean... He builds NBA players. That's what he's done. Like, yeah, and not he, national The one and done, yeah, the one and done shit is like, how many players have come out of Kentucky when you look at it, dude? Yeah. Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. Totally, and that's a whole so different. So many fucking good ass players yeah. have come out of that. Cat, right? Isn't fucking. Yeah, Cat's, yeah. oh, and Murray, my boy Murray. So it's just like, dude, just like player after fucking player after yeah. player after player. So yeah, if PJ Washington, you know. It's very, Don't know much about him because Kentucky didn't really make a whole lot of noise last season. And that's the other question I have about Kentucky, though, is Kentucky has a, almost – the one and dones is staggering coming out of Kentucky. But they've only yeah. had one national championship to show for it and only three Final Fours. Yeah. You know, I mean – And also, know. in the next year or two, what, we got another collective bargaining agreement coming up? So they're going to basically get a – they're going to do away with the one and done. Yeah, 2020, that's what they're saying. It'll be probably implemented in the 2021 draft. Yeah. That's why they're calling it the super draft. I've yeah, heard and, that's, and I think and that has things. a lot to do with why they're extending the, the cap uh, cap space and all that because you're going to have to sign players straight out of fucking high school. Pretty much all the predictions we had for the NBA awards were pretty spot on. I would 100% the, the agree. Only, the only one we didn't was uh, – Mike Malone. As anyone who listens to this show, we have the NBA on lock. <laughs> we, we love some NBA. We um, really do. Other sports, we're getting there. We are getting we're there. Trying. People. We're trying. We're, we're picking up on... I'm getting more into baseball analytics um, and stuff like that. I'm definitely getting more into it than I ever have, um, which is good because I like that. I like that we cover everything. I mean, because... I'm gonna. I would have been watching Women's World Cup, but I yeah. wouldn't be talking about it the way I would be. You know, like this is yeah. making me like actually dive into it a lot deeper. And shit. Yeah, this is the beauty of the show is that it's actually making me focus on things and like the actual nuts and bolts of everything rather than just like tuning in as a partial fan. And I and I love getting together with you and and shooting the shit and right you know you, getting a little buzz on and talking sports. But at the same time, now I'm like getting to where. 
especially since we're getting to the summertime and there's mm. going to be no basketball other than the summer league for us to Absolutely. talk about, I'm going to have to start getting better about facts and not just opinions. Because oh, yeah. Basketball, I can kind of throw some opinions out there, and I'm not too far off most of the time. Yeah, oh, 100%. But with baseball, I can't just be pulling shit out of my ass. No, me, me neither. <laughs> and especially with purists of baseball, and I know we have fans out there who are purists of baseball. Oh, you sure. got to be right. Especially if you're throwing out a fact. Feel free to rip us a new one if we yeah. ever say the wrong thing, by the way. And we will. That's what and you know, that's what we're there for. You can follow us on Instagram at Baldy and the Beard. Uh, you can send us an email at Baldy and the Beard Sports at gmail.com. You know, leave comments on our Spotify, yeah, all that shit, whatever, that you know. Jazz. But uh yeah, just put us on blast. I don't give a Woo. shit. We'll read your comments on air, talk all the shit oh, you want. Most definitely we will. <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, we got the, the oh, the Heat at 13 drafting Tyler Hero. Mm. So I was out watching the draft with my buddy David, who's a huge Heat fan, and he knows Why? I'm a huge Celtics <laughs> fan. I, hey, I know, because of LeBron James more than yeah, likely. Yeah, and he, well, he lived in Tampa for a while, okay. so he's, he, he likes, Close he, enough. he's like the Heat for a while. But I was like, God damn it, don't draft it. He's like, we're getting Tyler Hero. We're going to get Tyler Hero, core pop. And uh, fucking sure enough, they got Tyler Hero. Celtics ended up with Romeo Langford. Not a bad pick at all, but yeah. I wanted Tyler Hero for a backup point guard. Like I thought Tyler Hero was going to be a really, I you talking about that, really yeah. good pick for them. Um, but I'm not upset with the Romeo Langford pick. Um, he's 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 a small forward out of Indiana, uh, 6'4", 215. You know, he'll be all right. He'll be yeah. all right. I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that pick. I'm just mad that the fucking Heat snagged Hero right up from under. Yeah, I started watching this guy's highlights. You know, this guy you picked up the Langford dude. He's got some swagger. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's got some tenacity. Six four. He's got a long. He's got some room reach. to develop, but uh, I, I think he'll be good coming off that bench, man. Yeah, the scouting report on the NBA.com is uh, he's pretty good. They say he's a great scorer. Especially at Indiana, he kind of hides on defense. He had 13.6 rebounds and three assists uh, in the slight defeat against Duke on November 27th. So that's pretty good. Looks good, man. Yeah. So the Pistons at 15, Tex uh, Seku Duamboya. That was one of the ones that we could not pronounce. Yep. Um, Still can't. He is an international player out of France. France. I think this is a good pick for them because... I mean, Blake plays power forward slash small forward, depending on you know how the lineup is. I think him coming off the bench, they're they're building. They're I mean, the Pistons have not been good in a really long time. They're building. Contra- they paid Drummond too much fucking money. Yeah, they really did. That's where they fucked up. If they could have restructured Drummond's contract and mm, they had yeah. more money in this free agency to, you know, sign, like, another backup point guard or Was somebody. Was he hurt or something? Because his numbers, I'm looking at them right now, dropped off so bad last year. I don't know if it's the chemistry with it, it Griffin. Was, it was because or... he wasn't getting the ball as much with Griffin being there, and he was partially hurt uh, hurt part of the season. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think just the dynamic between them two, they've got to figure something out because yeah. – and honestly, anybody, this kid's coming out of the French League and the Spanish League where Luka Doncic played. And so anybody coming out of those leagues are usually pretty That's the thing. good pros. I think with with the success of Luka, we're going to see more international and Euro League players. Um, 
You've yeah. got speaking of that, Miritich, I don't know if you heard about that. He's going back to the Euro League. That's what I heard. Yeah. He yeah. was he got more money. Yeah. He's you know he, he was barely coming off the bench with the Bucks. Like barely. Yeah. So he's just like, fuck it, I'll just I go. I was so shocked he wasn't gonna get another deal in the NBA. Just like a prove it deal, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he was okay with the Bulls. He didn't really do shit for the Pelicans. Not at all. So it just, I mean, that's what happens, man. And it's really hard. Like, big for big men to get contracts nowadays is really no. hard. You got to yeah. really shine. So you really have to, sh- and you have to stretch the floor. If you yeah. are not turning into a Lopez where you can shoot the actual ball. Well, Miritich has always been able to shoot. Yeah, just, totally. His just shot was off. Yep. He just wasn't shooting the way he possibly can you know? yep absolutely so let's move um, on magic the magic with chuma um chuma, out don't of know auburn much about him. i i do only because of seeing the way auburn played uh he he's the one that that i believe tore his acl mm, against so a hurt the duke uh yeah. sweet 16 towards ACL. yeah so in the the game before they played duke i think yep um and they still fucking beat duke yeah which is crazy. Without him, which is fucking insane. Yeah, this is what this uh, scouting report says, that if they had him, they probably would have won or had competed in a national championship. Yeah, because they he tore it during the run yeah. to the Final Four. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame, man. Uh, but this is, this is chronic knee injuries. I, would be, I mean, it's a safe pick for them um, because Orlando has, has picked up a couple picks early on this draft and it's kind of a nice young team but he also was substituted out and a season ending knee injury against North Carolina the year before that too is that what that says sustained a season ending knee injury in no, the season no, after no. North Carolina so, in 2008 oh yeah that was a sophomore yeah so he's had two pretty bad knee injuries yeah in a row which is red flags for me but again yeah I would say so um also but He's got good touch, man. He's got soft hands. Um, you know, we'll just we'll just have to see. But yeah, totally. And again, Orlando is looking good. I don't so think that's a bad pick. For it's them. not a bad pick. It, I mean, it, if it doesn't work out, he'll it's... he'll basically just be kind of in development. Yep, absolutely. Playing very minorly, you know. Um, so they're gonna just kind of take it easy with him for sure. All right. So seventeenth pick, we kind of already talked about with that Alexander kid going to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Pacers get Goga. Is that how you would pronounce that? Goga. Yeah, B- Goga. B- B- yeah, yeah. Bades? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how to pronounce that guy. Yeah, he's from center, Serbia. Six eleven, two fifty. I heard. Right I've now. heard good things about this guy, and then I saw like it was after the draft, a little you know post conference, little tables and stuff. Yeah. There was a picture, and they had like basically one guy standing in front of his table, and then you look over, and there's like everybody over there by his Zion's table. It's just mm. like, uh, any questions? Anyone? Yeah, for real. <laughs> so, but I mean, of course, you're like the 18th pick, bro. Yeah, so. been a pro since he was 16. Played in the Bosnian league and the French league. Um, He'll probably do pretty well with the Pacers, man. I mean, was born in Georgia, lived in Serbia. Um, Models his game after Zaza, which is not my favorite thing no, in the world. Yeah, so just don't, just don't be a dirty fucking player. Yeah, I know for real. It's like modeling Jesus. your game after Zaza for real. But anyways, um, yeah, the, man, the, the later picks 
there's only a few here and there that I really know a whole lot about. Yeah, I mean, um, these are Mr. Irrelevant at this point, right? You're not necessarily, but... um, Pretty rare that somebody comes... That's not like a good rotation player that comes out of like the later rounds. Uh, well, I think there's some that slip. Um, and totally. then, I mean, I really, really like Grant Williams at 22 by the Celtics out of Tennessee. I think that was a great pick for them. Yeah, I would agree. And then you got Nazir Little going to the Blazers at 25. I was um, pretty shocked about my Nuggets going trading with the Heat at 44 for Bobo. Yeah, you didn't really know anything about Bobo. I wasn't aware that that was Manuk Bowles' son. Me neither. I When the trade happened, I saw it on Instagram, and I looked him up, watched a bunch of highlights. I mean, he averaged 21 points with Oregon, nine rebounds. Yeah. He just has a really some health issues. He's kind of a fragile dude. Yeah, okay. You want to talk about fragile? Um, and, and I'm jumping way ahead here, but just while we're on that, the Celtics getting Taco Fall. At yeah. seven six out of the fucking UCF, you know, out of the Orlando yeah, UCF Knights. Uh, wow! I remember watching him play. I was in an airport on tour that one is, time watching him play. That's a that's a risky that's a sneak, pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. But they got him really late. They got him super late. He, but he, uh, he didn't even get drafted. I'm looking at it right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, he he's that's right. Afterwards. That's right. So Undrafted. They, they signed him. They signed him to a minor. Yeah, it uh, doesn't hurt you guys at all. This Bobo trade bore Bulbul. Is that how he says it? Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. This is, I mean, cool. We didn't really trade much for him. Well, he wasn't even, he wasn't even supposed to make it out of the first round. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it may be risky, but. Yeah, I mean, if it's considering where he was awesome. supposed to go, 44, I don't think is, is too bad. But yeah. we'll, we'll have to see. Nine, in, nine foot, seven and a half foot reach. Oh, my God. God, when he adds his reach in there, holy shit, this yeah, dude is tall as fuck. It's pretty, uh, pretty intense. Uh, there was, I saw a picture of him next to his dad. Yeah, when I saw he that was too. Like, I think you sent it to me. He was like eight or something, but yeah, maybe six or eight, but he looked like he was fucking twelve or fourteen. Like man, he child, giant. he was giant. I think that's it on the draft, though. We've covered about. Uh, I mean, we can, yeah. I mean, we can scroll through. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. Um. So he was traded to the Pistons, so that's another pick for them. And then they Which officially traded him, him to the Cavs, so I think that's a good pickup for the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the second round, man, I mean, like, rarely do you see players come out of the second round that make yeah, a whole lot of noise. They're okay. There's always somebody or one or two players that comes out, you're like, all right. Yeah. You know, Zachary Levine or something. Zach Levine's good, though, man. Yeah, but he was, I think, like the second pick in the second round that year. I really do like this Grant Williams pick for the Celtics, though, man. Nice, man. I don't know much about him. Where do he play? Tennessee, bro. Ooh, Tennessee. all right. Tennessee had yeah. that good run. Yeah, he was one of the best players on Tennessee. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm I'm happy with that pick. I think they have Should be. way too many fucking small forwards at this point, though. Yeah, you so, guys are pretty stacked at that position. Don't know what's going on there. How do you think um, Danny Ainge gets a grade right now? If you could grade his offseason. I think we'll have to wait to see yeah. what really shakes up. If he can somehow make this sign-in trade and facilitate bringing back Horford, then he then he gets a fucking A minus B plus in my in my you know with what he had to work with with Rozier wanting out with Kyrie wanting out with Horford you know opting out all of that on the table and still landing Kemba. Then, yeah. you know, but I don't, you know, 
It just really depends. I think uh, I expected him to make a little more noise instead of just making that one trade yeah. uh, during the draft. But um, that just means that they're trying to give as much as they can and not break up this young core and totally. then make another run with what they have, build on that. And then next year with the cap space and all that, maybe have potential to sign somebody else next year. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll just I can see wait that. and see, man. I give my boy Tim Conley, the uh, GM for the Nuggets, I give him about a, you know, a B, B minus. I don't think he really had to do much. The Millsap signing was cool. Yeah, you guys. The Bull Bull signing. up his option. Exciting, I guess. But he really just had to run this back and make sure we had enough money to sign Murray and Harris next year. So 13 minutes ago, uh, Jamal Murray's agent, Mike George, and the Nuggets have started discussions on contract extension. So you kind of knew that was going to happen as well. totally. And that's what we needed. We needed money to be freed up so we could sign who we needed to sign next year. We really just need to run it back. If Murray gets first team next year, which would be great if he makes first team All-NBA and he is eligible for a Supermax, that'd be great. I mean, we might not be able to afford him, but that probably meant we went to the NBA Finals. So I'm okay with that. Damn. The Bucks gave Middleton five years, $170 million. Oh, my God. That's only like 30 mil off the max. Wow. Okay, so as of now, as of right now, the only players to ever sign for more than Middleton's 178 are Westbrook and Steph Curry. Oh, my God. That's going to change real soon, as soon as Lillard signs yeah. his and these, other, and these other contracts sign. But, but that's, I mean, Middleton's really good, but Holy shit, that's a lot of money for him. That's insane. Period. You, they locked him down long term. They locked him down for five years. That is but, just but still, madness. that is fucking nuts. And I wonder how that contract Holy works shit. out for the next year. Um, wow. I mean, they might Unreal. be they might be giving him a lot on that on the back end. Gotta be and team incentives. It's mm-hmm. gotta be player incentive. I mean, to give him that outright, I just think is fuck pretty fucking outrageous. So we got Rodney Hood returning to the Trailblazers, two mm-hmm. years, sixteen million. And then I don't see really anything else right now. Yeah, just small shit like uh, they traded for Kent Bazemore. They did that, which I think is a good trade for them for for the Blazers. Bazemore, they picked him up basically as um, insurance if they lost Hood. So that's pretty much it, man. Um, we're we're gonna dive into another episode after this and talk mm-hmm. some other shit. But if anything crazy pops up during that, we will we can, say we can always uh, bring that up. But I mean, as of right now, we don't have anything else basketball-wise to cover. No, I don't think so. I think we're going to cover the Summer League a little bit. Do you want to dive into that? Yeah, because... We're driving out. We're going to be doing a live episode of Baldy and the Beard in Vegas for Summer League Day TBD. We're we're 95% sure that we're going to do the 9th, which is next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Our Celtics and Nuggets play each other. I think that would be the Super day to fun. go. Um, so, yeah, let's just pull up the schedule. Yeah, hit me with chat it. chat a little bit. So, it officially starts tomorrow. Yeah, with the Spurs, Cavs, Heat, L.A., Grizzlies. Mem- yeah, I got the Grizzlies, Jazz playing each other. We got Golden State and the Kings playing each nice. other. Um, the Kings got some young players and, and whatnot. So, mm. I don't know, man. I, it's going to be cool to see John Morant play. Most definitely. Don't really care about the heat 
or the Lakers draft picks and young mm, yeah, players, it whatever. At that point. Um, it will be nice to see San Antonio's young players develop a little bit more, mm. and the Cavs got some pretty good draft picks. Yeah, Golden it State all matters Kings, about that's probably going to be a pretty boring fucking gate. It all matters about Zion, RJ, Ja. Really. Yeah, I think those are going to be the the big three to watch, and then a lot of the the smaller ones, uh, smaller names. Yeah. Just to kind of see how they develop. The second day is basically the same teams, just kind of mixed up. Mm-hmm. Actually, it looks like the first three days. It's yeah, the, which seems very odd. So, so that's why I was saying that the it really it truly kicks starts off on the fifth. On the fifth, because you've only got four games the first three days, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of flip flopping between those four, those eight teams. You know, day two you got Grizzlies at Spurs, you got Lakers yeah. at Warriors, Cavs at Jazz, Heat at Kings, and then Wednesday Heat at Warriors, Lakers at Kings, Cavs at Grizz, Spurs at Jazz. So oh, day, okay. d- the the fourth day, July fifth, is when it really kicks off. Yeah, that's and, like the the true jumping off point for the yeah, summer league. For sure. And interesting. So you got the Pistons playing Croatia. Okay. I, I always, knew they were gonna throw in a I couple for, of those internationals. I forgot that in they there. were doing that too. Um and then you got the Heat playing China. So uh, those are so those are the international. Um and it looks like that's it. China's playing the Heat on the fifth. Uh Croatia's playing the Pistons, and then on the sixth. China's playing the Kings. That would be fun. And then on the seventh, you got Croatia playing the Nets, and that is it as far as the international teams playing. Um, so yeah, that Friday. Yeah. Hold for sound. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> close. Oh man. Um. Whatever. Picking back up on Friday, July fifth games. Um. As we said, Pistons at Cro playing Croatia, mm-hmm. 76ers, Bucks, whatever, Timberwolves, Cavs. It depends on who plays for the Timberwolves. Um, Be fun to see. Then we got the Heat at China, which I mentioned, mm-hmm. Mavericks, Nets. Um, both will have some young players playing, so they're trying to see if anything else is pumping, popping up. Um, yeah, but Summer League, the so, yeah, it ends. It's a quick one. It always is, but... Um, Friday looks fun. The next Tuesday, we're going to be there. We're going to do a live recording with our Zoom and stuff that we're going to smuggle in. When we're talking about going, oh, it will be. So on ESPN2, Nuggets, Ooh, Celtics. There's our boys. Well, here's the thing. We're going to have access to all these games. Yep. There's two different, yeah, there's two different uh, stadiums or arenas or what what have you. Yeah, and we're buying the whole day pass. $35 for the fucking day pass. You can go to all these games. We're so gonna... what do we want to hit? Let's go over our, our schedule. The Croatia game could be cool against Oklahoma City. That would be cool because that's going to be the first one anyways, and uh, I'd rather watch that than Heat Magic anyways. So, so yeah, fuck it. So we're going Croatia, Oklahoma City. We'll have live reporting there. Follow our Twitter, too. We'll have that set up, and we'll be live tweeting it as I, well. I think we should leave that one early, depending on how the game's going, and head over to check out the uh, Pacers-Hawks Pacers, game. Yeah, that'll be super fun. Because I want to see the young players on the on the Hawks. Yeah. And um, and then, then we can kind of... Memphis? Yeah, I mean... Well, no, because that's going to be in a different one. So oh, yeah. Maybe at that point, we should just go do that whole game, go get grab some a food, burr. go grab a burr, and then go check out Nuggets, Celtics. Because general, so general so admission fun. is kind of like first come, first serve. So I want to get in into that one yeah, a little bit early. Yeah, for sure. 
and get a decent seat. Um, That'll be so much fun. Fuck. Yeah. So that's going to be on ESPN2 July 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So watch us on. We'll be going live from Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hop on there and see if you can find us. Yeah, we'll do our Instagram live feed, all that shit. And then after that, basically our choices yeah. would be between the Rockets, Kings, and the Clippers, Wizards. Oh, game. we go to the Clippers, right? Yeah. I mean, we we know that the Wizards are dumpster fires, but we I would love to see the Clippers. I think I'd rather watch the Clippers than the, the soft spot the for the Kings, Clippers. You know, yeah, than the Kings Rockets. Rooting against the Lakers so hard every single year, it's nice to see the other team do well. So that's what's going on the uh, on that Tuesday. There's not really, I mean, not really any notable matchups. No, I mean, no the, one's going to really be playing besides the new draft picks. No, we definitely want to see John Morant play and see how he, yeah. I mean, we're not going to see him in person because um, we... We'll be well, over at the... We could leave we early could on leave, the Hawks. We could leave the Hawks early, check out a little bit of that Suns-Grizzlies game, then grab a beer before we head to the next arena. Yeah, that's just seven thirty to eight. If yeah. we want to be at the Nuggets game early, we might want to just stay. Yeah. The Nuggets, because I want to kind of be almost courtside if we could get as close as we can. Well, that's these are going to be in two separate arenas. Yeah, that's the hard part. So yeah, to so, get over so to from yeah, it doesn't the, look like we're going to catch any of John Moran, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd rather see our boys play. Talk a little shit. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And that's our episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Again, follow us on Instagram, all those things. We're going to do two episodes this week, so look out for that. And uh, Beard, go. Yeah, they'll probably be launching around the same time. Uh, We might get this draft and free agency one out first. But uh, the second episode, we're going to cover Women's World Cup, MLB, and the NHL draft recap. So much fun. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks again to Rove. Um, I think uh, I think we're gonna have to roll a blunt this next I think one, so. bud. Yeah. All right, guys, stay tuned. All right. Woo.